Good to see everybody back here today after Christmas yesterday. Long time no see for, uh, for everyone. Uh, it's a Sunday. It's still the Lord's Day. Uh, and it's also a very important feast day for us to celebrate as well. You know, we embarked yesterday, obviously, on the season of Christmas where we celebrate and commemorate many elements of Jesus' early life. And today, very importantly, part of celebrating Christmas entails, in, entails celebrating how Jesus entered into the world. And that is, of course, through the family. We celebrate the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph today, where the church gives thanks for the gift that the Holy Family is, but also uh, talks about how important family life is. We know, brothers and sisters, that the family is the first unit of society. It's the very building block, the essential element, if you will, of society itself. And society exists for the sake of the family not the other way around. That is how crucial and that is how essential family life is for the health and well-being of society as a whole. You know, it might seem weird, a priest who's not married talking about the joys of family life, but don't forget that I came from a family too. Uh, we, we all come from families. Every one of us is part of a family. That is how God wanted us to live on this earth within the family. And it can be true, yes, that family life can be difficult for some. There can be strains, divisions, and fractures, uh, times of sorrow uh, that are very real experiences for many, many people, and we don't want to discount that at all. But we must be reminded, I think, in this feast, brothers and sisters, of the ideal, of what we are striving for in family life, and more importantly, what family life should be ordered towards. Every family should see in the holy family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph the exemplar, the goal, the paradigm of how to live out the vocation of marriage and of family life as well. Now, living out this ideal, brothers and sisters, is made all the more difficult with how society operates today. Society exalts self-sufficiency, self-determination, where our identity is self Created. It is a society that venerates the self and disdains the communal and even the familial. Family life, brothers and sisters, is the complete opposite of that. And no wonder why it's so constantly under attack. It is in the family, brothers and sisters, that we precisely get outside of ourselves. To bust out of the selfishness that we so often find ourselves trapped inside. To be selfless. And it is in the family that we encounter God and serve others. The family is the complete antidote to selfishness. Pope Benedict XVI described this reality quite beautifully. He says, It is in the family that we experience for the first time that the human person is not created to live withdrawn into him or herself, but rather in relationship with others. It is in the family that we understand how self-fulfillment is not found in making ourselves the center, driven by selfishness, but rather in giving of ourselves. I found those words so beautiful to reflect on today. Because face it, brothers and sisters, we receive life from others. We rely on others for assistance and we learn basic truths from others. All of that within the family. We learn how to live in loving communion with others and see that our lives are wrapped up in the lives of others. 
It's in the family that we realize we are called to selfless love. In the family, brothers and sisters, we see quite clearly that we are our brothers and sisters' keeper. Living together, challenging one another to be holy each day, and even being there and lifting one another up during difficult times. That is what family life is all about. The family shows us where we come from, who we are, but more importantly, it shows us how great our human dignity is. That dignity certainly comes to us from the love we receive from our parents, but we know it also comes more primarily from God himself. Family life mirrors the Holy Family, but it should also mirror the Trinity itself, a communion of persons in a constant exchange of self-giving love. That is who God is, and that is what every family should be. Family life is ordered toward God. Again, that's not just what it's supposed to look like in a big picture sense, but also in everyday life too. Within the family, brothers and sisters, we should encounter God. That is the point of family life itself. The purpose of raising children and living together in community. To help one another encounter God. That is the greatest gift that a parent could ever give their child. The grace to be able to encounter God, both for themselves and in one another. And this is something that Mary and Joseph taught Jesus from a very young age. How to pray, how to worship. We hear in the gospel that every year Mary and Joseph went to the temple. Observant Jews would do this three times a year. Mary and Joseph taught Jesus how to encounter God. So Jesus spending time in his father's house and kind of slipping away to be there would not have just sprung out of nowhere. It had to have come from somewhere. Those virtues, that love of God the Father, had to have come from within his own home. It was something that must have been instilled with him and imprinted upon him from a very young age. Something fostered within his home. Maybe, brothers and sisters, we can ask ourselves today, how can I help my family encounter God? It's really the point of today's feast. How often can we as families encounter God more often? How often, maybe even outside of meals, does my family pray together? How often do we go to confession, maybe, as a family? Even adoration, too, once in a while, even for just a couple minutes. How often does my family participate in those corporal works of mercy, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, and even visiting those who are sick. I know when I was a kid, there was normally a day over Christmas break where my mom would set aside a few hours for us to go to a nursing home nearby, and all of us kids were relatively musically talented. We would go play some Christmas carols for folks who were in nursing homes. That was something that made a big impact on me, even from a young age. How often do families talk with one another about how they have encountered God today? And parents, if that's a struggle for you, know that you have no bigger cheerleaders than your priests. And no bigger cheerleaders than the entire church as a whole. And we encourage you to rediscover this beautiful part of your vocation of parenthood. Because the example of service that parents give to one another, even the example of being open to new life, the example of self-sacrificial love makes such a profound impact on the children in your care. It makes an impact on the lives of your children, just as Mary and Joseph's example made an impact on Jesus. So let us today give thanks for the gifts 
of marriage and family life. And see the Holy Family as the paradigm of how to live and love selflessly. And may we strive each day to build up our families in the love of Christ and help those around us, those closest to us, encounter God himself.